Hello, welcome back to Donna's life where imperfection is perfection. You like that? That's clever, right? <laughs> I made that up. Um, yeah, today's conversation is going to be quite interesting to say the least. You know, I'm going to discuss a lot of topics, different adventures, politics even. I'm not really big on politics to be honest, like. I barely watch the news, but um, sometimes I like to tap in. I like to tap in and um, understand my culture, tradition, and other people's cultures and traditions and what's going on in the world. Because sometimes if you don't really listen or pay attention to what's going on in the world, you miss out. You know what I'm saying? You can't just, um, my uncle used to say, if you sleep, you'll be left behind. So keep walk. <laughs> but um, yeah, I'm going to start on um, Robert Mugabe. Rest in peace, by the way. Rest in peace. You know what I mean? I'm not going to tarnish his name or speak bad upon him. You know, he, he was good once upon a time. You know, he turned left. But um, people that really grow up under his rule or under him ruling the country, they'll tell you otherwise. You know, me, I'm a little bit different, you know. I don't really remember. Oh, the way he, um, he ruled the country or his power or his leadership, you know, didn't really affect me. Oh. Yeah, it didn't really affect me or um, affect my everyday life or anything because I was too young. I was way too young to to vote or to really understand uh, what was going on in the politics world. But all I do know that this dude ran the country downhill. He ran our country downhill and got greedy. You know, sometimes in life, as humans, we, we, we get too greedy, you know, enough is never enough for some people, and that's one thing I've always wanted to do, was um, bring back humanity, ah, say that again, humanity, there we go, yes, just bring that just bring that uh, humanity back where people care about each other people are giving people are compassionate you know and yeah like I think in Africa we kind of lost a little bit of humanity you know like I must speak about Zimbabwe. You know, these days I remember my mom borrowing sugar from the from, from our next door neighbor, and that was normal, by the way, guys. Very normal. In New Zealand, that'll be called something else. You know what I mean? An ethical or some shit like that, or you know, taking advantage of the people. But in Zimbabwe, it's totally, totally normal. Borrow sugar, borrow milk. People borrow. 
people brought it from us as well. But it was just a normal thing, you know, part of the tradition. You know, because where I come from, what's mine is yours. Just took a sip of this um, 5.0 original German beer. It says here, simply good, simply cool, simply German. It's amazing. So please, guys, check this shit out. At your local stores. Good beer. Anyway, going back to um, my topic. Yeah, like um, in Zimbabwe, you know, those kind of traits that we possess as Zimbabweans, Array, beautiful. Just these qualities that we used to help each other out if we if we were ever in need, you know. Because you should never be um be afraid to ask for help. Ask for help, because life gets hard sometimes, and we um as Africans we have a lot of pride, a lot of pride. Man. You could be struggling to find a meal for tomorrow. You'd be struggling. Ah, fuck, how am I going to get a meal tomorrow? How am I, how am I going to pay my bills? How am I going to pay my rent? And that pride, man, that pride won't allow you to um, ask, ask for help. You know? Because we're such powerful people. And it shouldn't be like that, man. If you need help, you need help. Ask for help. There's no shame. You're not gonna you, you're not gonna lose your masculinity if you ask for help. You know you're not gonna lose your manhood if you ask for help. So keep that in mind, guys. Like in life, you should always yeah, you should always have the enough courage uh, to ask for help if you need. But yeah, so uh, yeah, basically in Zimbabwe, man, like, um, I just feel like we kind of lost that humanity, you know, and just, yeah, like, we need to get that back, man, we need to get that back ASAP, you know, rest in peace to Mugabe, he's gone, some say he was better in power, some say otherwise. Because now the guy that um, succeeded him or replaced him, Mangagwa, I think he's just the same as Mugabe, if not worse. Like, I don't think anything has improved in any way, shape, or form since he's been in power. The country is actually going backwards. You know, like, we are the jobs, bro. We are the fucking jobs that you promised the people that, hey, listen, if you vote for me, I'm going to create 100,000 jobs. Where are they, dude? Let's see them. Let's see them. Let's see the work. Let's see the statistics of a genius. You know? But, um, yeah, I'd say... 
Get rid of him, man. Get rid of him. Like, we need to stop putting these fucking old people in power that are ready to die. This motherfucker is almost 80 years old. He's ready to die. Seriously, Zimbabweans. Like, let's get together. Let's talk about this. Let's, we need to be single as a country for at least three months, please. Honestly, like, it's frustrating sometimes, you know. It frustrates me. You know, like, I can't really say much, you know, like, whatever they do, whatever he does, whatever is happening in Zimbabwe doesn't really affect me or affect my life because I live overseas. You know, I live in Aotearoa, I live in New Zealand. But my whole family is still in Zimbabwe. It affects them. So whatever affects them affects me. You know, the fact that my, my uncle is not working. The fact that my uncle has to sell water, he has to sell water, um, walk down 10 kilometers to sell frozen water and maybe get five US dollars. It's not fair, man. It's not right. Like, we need to, ch- we need to change that. Like, in Zimbabwe, we need to change that, man. Because, you know, Zimbabweans lives matter too. Zimbabweans lives matter too, man. And we need to help these people. Not just Zimbabwe, the whole, the whole of Africa, man. The whole of Africa. We need, we need help from first world countries. Anybody that has the power or the financial backup or the or enough money to invest in African countries, man, you won't be. You, you can't go wrong. You can't go wrong. Look how rich Africa is in minerals, man. Gold, silver, diamonds. We get it all. Just invest. Just invest in Africa and help Africans, man. We need to forget about color. We need to forget about all that. Color, race, religion, class. Forget about all that, man. Like let's let's work together as as one race. We are one race. You know, the race of humanity. You know, we need to start building our boreholes. Let's build boreholes in Africa. Let's boreholes. Let's. Let's invest in our excavators, you know what I mean? Diggers. They can create work. Because imagine, if, if people have excavators, right? Machinery that can actually dig into the earth. Look for gold. Gold mining. You can employ like 10 people. 50 people. You can, and those 50 people will be able to... Um, Feed their families. All their all their kids will be able to go to school. Have food in their tummy. And um, yeah, have a bright future. At least have something to look forward to. Have a purpose in life, man. Life is about having a purpose. You know, it's about having a purpose, man. And looking forward, looking forward to tomorrow. 
so we need to make that happen guys like even me like i'm doing my part right now sending money you know sending money back to um to my home making sure that at least one kid is fed a day that one kid has an opportunity like other kids you know because my whole thing for me is like education education okay education brings up jobs right so the more people that are educated the better you know or even more entrepreneurs people that are willing to spend their own money invest their own money you know and employ locals that's definitely a must man like we all need to work together guys we all need to to help support uplift one another you know even building houses in Zimbabwe like I know there's some people in, in New Zealand you know like when I first go here hey bro did you guys live in huts bro like the small huts you know they actually believe that in Zimbabwe some people I mean there's some people that live you know in the country that live in the in the wild or in the bushes or whatever but not everybody bro that's not the everyday lifestyle you know like we need houses we need actual houses that are built with bricks you know bricks sand mud you know put ro put roof uh roofs on top of those houses you know make sure that everybody has a shelter everybody has a home to go to go to after work after school shelter to sleep underneath when it rains because a person with no home is a person with no future you know so we need to build more homes in africa you know we need to but look look at what akon is doing my guy akon in the house <laughs> yeah akon is you know he put a million lights in senegal you know he's about to build his own city akon city have his own currency have his own airport like how cool is that like that's so refreshing for africans man to actually hear that and see a plan being implemented you know that is that's that's beautiful shit you know it's like akon man like seriously man Bigs up, big up, big up for that man. Like, yeah, inspiring other Africans to do the same thing, to to not give up, to keep going, no matter how hard they disregard us, they you know push us to the side or ostracize us. You know what I'm saying we're not gonna go down without a fight, and that's a fact. That's on everything. That's on everything. That's on God. You know what I mean? Like we're fighters, we're warriors. 
We just need to believe and not forget where we come from and help each other out. You know, let's create more jobs, build more schools. The question, the question you're probably thinking is like, how, nigga? How the fuck are we gonna do that, right? That's a question I'm asking myself too. Like I said, we need help from these first world countries, man. We need help. We need, we need conversation. You know. We need, a, we need a sit down with the United, United of Nations and tell them what's up and tell them and show them what's really happening in our continent and what they can do to help us. You know, because, yeah, this can't keep on going forever, man. Like, we can't, we can't keep struggling, man. You know, like 50 Cent said, get rich or die trying. So... Play like because I'm black, I'm supposed to be poor. Fuck that, man. We gotta change our mindset. Because, um, yeah, that's why I admire New Zealand sometimes. I admire New Zealand because there's a structure in New Zealand, you know. It's a small country, to be honest, it's an island, <laughs> but um, this structure and this help, you know, help. New Zealand gets a lot of help from um, China, America, Australia, England, you know, and not only are they getting help, but they are putting action with it, you know, so to me that's always been dope to watch. You know, like growing up in here and watching the system and watching how they do business and how they look out for their own. So, um, yeah, like, we gotta get on top of our shit, guys. Like, seriously, man. It's a beautiful day in Crushes, bro, man. Beautiful days. Sunny out here in Rolleston. We out here. Nah, but um, yeah, like life is such an interesting thing, man. It's uh, we're here for your papers, you know. We're here for your papers, and we need to make the most of the time we got here, you know. Find you something that you love, right? You can't just work nine to five, come home, go to sleep, same thing tomorrow. No, man, like find you activities to do, find you sports to do, find you team sports to be, to do, and be a part of a team. You know, it brings back um, excitement into your life that we all need. We all need excitement, man. We all need a purpose. We all need faith. We all need something to look forward to, to doing you know even me like I started um, you know like I think it's like what 2019 
like to that point I was doing nothing man I was just I stopped playing football I don't know why actually I don't know why I got injured I hit my knee right and it kind of broke my spirit kind of broke my motivation you know broke my mana and um I just did nothing for like six seven years but drink and go out you know I was training a little bit I was going to the gym lifting weights but it wasn't consistent it was when it was always when I feel like it was very convenient for me you know so there was no discipline there was no structure but lately when I um, I don't know I kind of hit a meta a meta metamorphosis right for all the for all of you guys I don't know what that means Google okay <laughs> but uh, yeah I hit a metamorphosis I just woke up one time and I was like fuck I need to change my life. I need to change my life now. I need to do something now. So I started DJing. You know, shout out to my boy Forward. Wagwan. You know, he gave me a platform um, to showcase my talent. You know? And um, I really enjoy DJing, man, because I love music. I'm, you know, I love, love music. I can't. Life would be boring if there's no music, right? Imagine life with no music. Fuck that. So I've always enjoyed music. So when I started DJing, I was like, "Fuck, this is awesome." I enjoy going out. I love music. I'm killing two bits one stone. So that was um, that was really cool. Like just to get that opportunity to try my hand with something new something that I've always been intrigued by you know even uh, DJing alongside um, a really popular DJ in New Zealand Crashage DJ Red you know he's a, he's a very established DJ and um, I was I was right beside him you know I was like fuck I'm really beside this dude. Like this dude is a big deal in the DJ, DJ world. And I learned a few things from him, you know. And I learned a few things um, in the industry, good and bad. There's a lot of politics, you know. But you know, so there is everywhere, right? But um, you know, that was a good experience for me. And I'm still DJing to this point, you know. Not as my, I'm not really focused on it as much as I was, but like you know, I enjoy DJing for friends, you know, birthday parties, uh, events, house parties. So if you ever need a DJ, holla at your boy, DJ Dana, or just um, direct message me. And um, on my Instagram actually, so Dana Marangeri, Instagram. You'll find me on there. But yeah, so I tried my, my hand in uh, DJing. And uh, it, was, uh, it was good. Had a few uh, successful gigs. Enjoyed it. Every single second of it, man. And it gave me a purpose. It gave me a reason. It gave me excitement. It gave me 
it just gave me that energy that I needed. You know, like that. Like, I'm on top of the world. Like, I can do anything if I put my mind to it. Type of energy. You know? And now I'm doing um, Muay Thai. I'm doing Muay Thai. You know, and that's even... Wow. That's... Muay Thai is dope, man. I highly recommend, um, you know, anybody to try Muay Thai. Like, these three qualities that I learned, that I learned from it. You know, respect, discipline, consistency. You know, it's such a beautiful sport, man. Like, um, I love that shit. Even before you start fighting, you, you bow your head. You know, it's such a beautiful, it's just a beautiful sport. Like, there is beauty in violence, guys. There is beauty. Violence, you know, <laughs> you know, even getting kicked in your head can be cool sometimes. You know, like uh, I remember this dude that I was training with on my first day. He kicked me right in the head, man. He went for a high kick, pah, and he hit me, and I was like, "Fuck!" And I wasn't even worried about my brain or whatever. <laughs> I was just worried about my teeth. I kept on shaking my teeth, thinking for like, "Fuck." What if, what if this dude really uh, knock my teeth out? I'm screwed. You know, because I've always, I think we all have a little bit, of, a little bit of our vanity in us. You know, like looks is such a big part of our lives. You know, and I'm one of those guys like, okay, like listen, I might not be all that, but I, my teeth, man, I, uh, I admire my teeth and I, I cherish my teeth. So. When I thought somebody was gonna knock out my teeth, I panicked. I was like, "Fuck!" But once I got that, once I got over that fear of losing my teeth, all right, because somebody who's especially getting into this fighting game, like somebody can knee you, they can elbow you, they can front kick you, you can lose your teeth. So I had to accept that idea that somebody could actually knock out every single one of your teeth. And be a fun looking ass dude. <laughs> you know, but I had to accept that. Um, yeah, I just had to accept that option. You know, I had to accept that this can happen. And once I accepted that, I was like, cool. I'm alright. It is what it is. You know what I mean? Shout out to our Israel, Adesanya. My guy, but yeah, like you know, life is about risks, right? Like you gotta risk something in your life, man. You can't just you can't just keep playing your life on safe the whole time. That'd be a very shitty way to live, you know. Sometimes gotta just gotta fucking send it, man. Fucking send it. Try something new, and you won't regret it. Don't regret it, man. Because we're here to um to explore. Humans, we're here to explore. You know, and try your hands on everything. That's my uh, recommendation. Yeah, please don't mind the music in the background. 
Sometimes I like to have an easy just playing. Kind of just makes me relax. Get in my mood. But yeah, um, now I'm just happy like, you know, that my life is finally getting the structure that it needed. You know, even now that I'm doing a podcast, it took me ages to have the, the courage to do this, man. You know, first of all, I didn't like my voice. <laughs> I thought I sounded like a robot. I was like, ah, fuck. But I knew that um, I had some information, knowledge, wisdom, and life experience, life experiences that could help somebody out, you know. And I got over my fear of doing something that I wanted to do, but I was scared to try. So in life, you should always try your hand at anything that you always wanted to do. Like, fuck what everybody says, man. You do what you, you, you want to do. The world is yours. The world is your oyster. So, yeah, man, like, sky's the limit, you know? Sky's the limit. And like my guy Pop Smoke, you know, shoot for the fucking stars, man. Shoot for the fucking stars. We out here. Thank you guys for listening to another episode of Dana's Life. I appreciate you guys, man. Like, you guys are the fucking best. You guys are the reason why I do this shit, you know. And um, if you need, if you ever need any any advice or anything. Or is something that you want me to discuss or talk about? Direct message your boy. I will reply and I will see your messages. Thank you for uh, listening again. I'll catch you later.